0: Welcome to the Purple Nights Podcast. This time around, I'm with a Prince fan and musical artist in her own right, Sammy Sweet Spirit. How are you doing, Sammy?
1: I'm doing good, Chris. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Well, it's an honor to have you on. And, and um, today we're going to be talking about your music, In particular, your song Purple Love, which is a tribute to Prince. And it's a great, great song. I I listened to it several times a few days ago and really, really enjoyed it. So we'll be talking about that. And then we'll be talking about your album that you released, of which Purple Love is a part. And then we'll be talking about an interesting book that you're working on to promote blindness awareness uh, called Look at It This Way. So we'll be talking about all those things today on the podcast. And, uh, Sammy, how would you like to begin? Would you like to fill us in on sort of your background as a musician and as a Prince fan?
1: Sure. Um, So, hello, everyone. I'm Sammy. Uh, I've been a Prince fan for many years. Um, and immediately what struck me about him was that the freedom that he had in his music and, and that he shared with us, that he was himself, um, he did not, he knew what he wanted to do. He didn't, he didn't even question it. He made decisions with such control and, and knew exactly what he wanted. And that came through in his, his music. And I just, um I love him so much and I appreciate that he um, gave us that freedom. He gave it back to us. Allowed us to embrace who we are and, and what we have to say. And so um, I've been a musician for uh, well i've been singing since apparently since before I could talk <laughs> according to my my family and i've been writing music for a little over ten years um, and I've just kind of put you know uh, when I started, I just kind of put songs out on the internet and you know put them on soundcloud or um you know, other the streaming services. I had a website for a little while and I just kind of put songs up there. And then I decided, you know, I'm going to do an album and I'm going to distribute it in a way that people can can get it. You know, all the streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music and and uh, iTunes and Amazon and all, all these services. So that's what I did. And I, I got a group of... Um, about 10 other blind musicians together from all over the world from the United States to Canada to England to Sweden to South Africa um we just got some friends together who are other blind musicians and we kind of consulted on the songs and 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 you know uh mixed and mastered the songs and um my, my musical partner is my best friend named Javon. Him and I did, did the music together and wrote the songs together. And then the other, the others kind of consulted on mixing and mastering and, 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 uh, how things should sound and things like that. So, Purple Love came about because I told everyone I'm a huge Prince fan and, and I, well, I, I sat down with Javon, my, my friend, and I said, cause he's a Prince fan as well. And and uh, I said, I want to do a tribute to Prince. And I, I, I came up with the title Purple Love. And then we just kind of started writing. And the process of writing Purple Love was very intense because, um, I had the thoughts of, there's so much I want to say about Prince and my love for Prince that I just want to do it justice. I I want to, uh, I want it to be good. I want it to be for the fans too. Um, That was very important to me. And um, so finding the right words and, and (laughs) and the right melody and, and harmony was very, very important. So it took a little while to write it, but we wrote it and it was, it just, it came out beautiful, and we got a um a real guitar player who's also blind on 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 the song and he did a great job and um so yeah, I released my album and and uh it, it was it was it was a process, but it was really fun and um i, I didn't mention this before but I, obviously I'm, i've i've been blind since birth. Um, and, uh, it's, it's something we can get into in more depth into later, but yeah, the album in Purple Love was, was, was a really interesting process.
0: Yeah, and it sounds, it sounds like, first of all, I want to point out how fascinating it is that you were able to bring in musicians from not only all over North America but all over the world. I mean, that is fascinating, and I wasn't aware yes. of that before now. But that is fascinating and completely and totally awesome. Um, <laughs> Thank you. And, the power uh,
1: of the internet,
0: right? <laughs> yes, exactly. The internet uniting us all, especially in dumb yes. times like this, with the uh, the quarantine and all that. It's it's a wonderful tool that unites unites a lot of people, and I'm very grateful for it. And then the other thing that stood out to me that I wanted to mention was that you mentioned the thing that attracted you to Prince most was this notion of freedom and how he was completely himself and didn't question any of his decisions or his path his artistic path, his spiritual Mm -hmm. path, all of it, Uh, he did exactly what he wanted to do the way he wanted to do it. And Mm -hmm. for me, that is also a key factor of what attracted me to Prince and what still attracts me to Prince to this day is the fact Mm -hmm. that he was able to own himself so completely and with so much control as you said, and uh, I think that appeals to me as a physically disabled person, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. Some things are obviously not in my control, and for me, it's the ability to walk and to stand and to sit under my own power and a bunch of other things,
1: a bunch Mm -hmm. of other
0: physical limitations that I have. So seeing somebody embrace freedom so completely is a big, um, a big element of why I'm attracted to that person or that artist. So right. that really resonated with me what you said. So I just wanted to uh, point that out. That's really really cool. And uh, thank you. Yeah. And so. With your book, you said you've been blind since birth and I -hmm. know having a physical disability myself, there are a lot of misconceptions that you have to deal with that people have and Mm -hmm. um, your book sort of addresses those misconceptions and tries to clear them up. Is that right?
1: Yes, so I am working on a manuscript right now um, for my book. It's called Look at It This Way, Life Through the Eyes of a Blind Observer. And the reason why I chose to write a book is because there are a lot of misconceptions and misunderstandings and stereotypes and stigmas surrounding blindness as a whole because it is not talked about on a mainstream level, it's let's just face it, and, and I'm sure uh, people with other disabilities can, can agree that we don't talk about, it's not talked about, or people don't know about it. They don't have information about it. And so I wanted to provide some information as well as my own experiences, uh, bringing my own experience to it, and one of the main points that i make in the book especially when it comes to blindness is people associate seeing with knowing because let's face it when you look at something you're getting information about it so that makes sense that that you know when you see something you you know a little bit more than you knew before but what i'm saying is it's not the same thing. Seeing and knowing are, are two separate things. And um because I've been confronted with situations where people thought that I couldn't have a conversation, uh, a normal conversation, just say hey, how, you know, just a normal conversation like everyone else because I can't see. And they'll make comments, especially when I was growing up, when I was in high school, um they would say Wait, you you've you know normal peer pressure type things um like drinking and and marijuana and and stuff like that i've tried (laughs) um i I don't i'm an occasional drinker you know a social drinker uh and i don't really partake too much in marijuana but but i've tried them and kids would say wait you, you you've done that like it was a shock like wait you know, like, I'm so different from you that I couldn't do that. And even, like, cursing or swearing, wait, you swear? I, I have, wait, I, but you're different than me, so how, why, why would you do that? And then I'm pointing out in the book that, that I may do things in a different way, but I don't get different results. I don't have a different experience as, as you might think. Than, than anyone else. And so, you know, I, I, uh, I use my phone and computer a different way than, than other people might. I have a screen reader on it. It reads the screen to me out loud in a synthesized voice. And, but I'm still getting the same information that you would get on your phone or on your computer. It's just done in a different way, and so I'm pointing out these differences, and I'm shining light on them, and I'm saying, now that there's some light on them, are they really all that different? Now that you have some understanding about this, is it really all that different? And so, and I really want people to know that we have we're, we have broken eyes, but we don't have broken minds. So I may tell a child, a young child. My eyes are broken. You know, that's how they relate that I can't see them and what they're doing. And so when I tell them that, they get it right away. Oh, her eyes are broken. So I'm, I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe this is the approach that I need to bring to society. My eyes are broken, but my mind isn't broken. So approach me like you would anyone else, come talk to me, come, let's, let's have a dialogue, a discussion, let's connect. Um, let's, you know, be friends. And so I think that's what is so needed in the world, uh, for blindness and just for anyone. I mean, I think anyone could benefit from reading this book whether they're they're blind or not. Um, so I, and I hope to, uh, get this out there. I'm, I'm in the process of, uh, Looking for an editor right now to kind of help me make sure that this flows smoothly and and stuff. But uh, I'm really looking forward to, to getting it out.
0: Yeah, I mean it sounds it sounds great. I mean the the portion of the book that I've read is is great stuff. And like you say, it needs a little little editing and maybe a little polishing. But mm-hmm. you know that. That uh, comes with every artistic endeavor. You know, you don't get it right on the first pass, completely right on the first pass. And Mm -hmm. as you know, but some people out there may not know, um, I've talked about it briefly before on the podcast, but this will be the first time I'm really speaking about it specifically and at some length. Um, I'm also working on a book of my own. Um, it's titled Elephants and Flowers, and the subtitle is A Disabled Fan's Journey with Prince. And what it is, it's a memoir with a specific sled on my journey with Prince's um, personality and his actions in public and also and most importantly the music that he gave to the world and how that impacted my life in some very important ways. So what I'm basically doing with the book is taking snapshots of moments from my life where his music or his actions played an instrumental role in shaping me as a person and how I view myself my spirituality and the world around me. So that's what my book is going to be about.
1: I love um, it. I I was lucky enough to read some of it that you sent to me, and I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited.
0: Oh, I'm I'm so glad. Yeah, I've I've shared. I have a private Facebook group on Facebook that I've shared uh, certain portions of my writing work, as well as stories about the process of writing um, in the group. And all the, all the feedback I've received so far has been tremendously positive, and people are really, really interested in the book and the stories I have to tell and what I have to say. So it's very, very gratifying as a creative mm-hmm. person to see that there is already um, considerable interest in what I'm doing. So, if, mm-hmm. and and as you spoke to before, you know, Sammy with the song "Purple Love," you said you wanted it to be, uh, you you said you wanted to be as good as it could be, and really convey the message of your love and respect for Prince. And I'm sort of working under the same uh, pressure or the same demand on myself mm-hmm. uh, to make to make this this uh, story compelling and worthy of worthy of prince and worthy of the messages and the the core message that he that he preached uh, so to speak was mm-hmm. really love. So that's that's, that's going to be at the core of my book and my story is the love and respect that I have and always have had for Prince since I was three years old, listening to him along with my older sister who got me hooked on Prince from before I gave him <laughs> talk. Um, yeah, so that's what the... The main bench of the book is about, and you know, as one person told me, uh, if you can impact just one person with your art, with your creation, then you've done, then you've done a good enough job. Your art is worthy. So I would say for both of us, with the, the Purple Love song, with you and my book, um, You know, if, if you could just reach one person with what you've created and make them think and make their soul uh, sort of shine with what you've done, it makes right. it worth it. So right. um, that's, that's how I'm approaching this. And I'm still very nervous and very uh, plagued with self-doubt almost on a minute-by-minute basis, but I'm trying to overcome that, and that will be addressed in my book as well. Um, So it's it's not going to be a superficial, uh, (laughs) you know, book. It's going to um, peel back some layers of my personality and my psychology and really get into how Prince impacted me in my life, as I say, not only to his actions, but to his music as well. So I'm right, it's very and I'm very, very eager to tell the story, and hopefully they will be received well. Um, being sort of the sensitive guy that I am, I'm always cognizant or aware of Criticism, And right. I know criticism among Prince fans can be really, really heated and get really, really ugly at certain points. And even when Prince was alive, um, a lot of fans tended to be brutal and not hold back even the nastiest of comments. So I'm sort right. of mentally bracing myself. But I'm not going to focus on that. What I'm going to focus on is the reception from people for whom the book resonated in their hearts and minds and who got something out of it that was important for their own self-growth and, you know, betterment as people. So hopefully my book can accomplish that on some level or another. Well, yeah. I would say yeah. I would
1: say focus focus on the message of of what you're trying to say and I mean it's very therapeutic to write a book and I know this from experience now that you learn about yourself you learn about how you work what you know you you learn about what makes you you and if you can learn about that from writing your book then other people can definitely learn about themselves from reading your book. And, and you know, we've had, you know, private conversations before, and I've told you that imagine if you were somebody else's prince. You're so deeply inspired by prince, as, a, as am I. But, you know, if you had the opportunity to be someone else's prince, someone else's inspiration, um, would you do it? And I, I definitely think that, this book that you're writing is your
0: opportunity. Right, right. Well, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm hoping that, as I said, I'm hoping that it will impact and touch people and make them reflect on their own lives and their, mm-hmm. their own abilities and see that if, if I can do certain things, and, and you were speaking to this before, um, mm-hmm. Somewhat, you know, with the with with your blindness, but if 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 we can do certain things with the challenges that we face, then any any anybody has the possibility to do anything. Right, I
1: if
0: I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's 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 like that you know I'm, I'm not i'm not setting out to write you know the most inspirational book ever but i'm hoping it'll be sort of a byproduct of me Oh
1: it will be it will be inspirational i know that
0: naturally and authentically telling my story so mm-hmm. yeah i'm hoping it'll be a byproduct at least so yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm hoping for my book and I'm hoping, Sammy, that your book um, impacts people. I know I'll be getting a copy uh, mm-hmm. when it does eventually come out, and it will eventually come out. I, I have no doubt. So I Thank have all you. The faith, I have all the faith in the world in you, and I really look forward to your book. And your album is great. It's on Spotify or pretty much every place, you can stream music,
1: right? Yep, it's it's on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Amazon, Google, um, anywhere you can think of. Uh, iTunes, Amazon, yeah, it's called Something for Everyone, and um, by Something for Everyone by Sammy Sweet Spirit. So make sure you guys get that. And my book coming out is called "Look it at it, Th- Look at it this way: Life Through the Eyes of a Blind Observer." Um, and you know, one of the things I wanted to say really quickly is that I'm I'm a very lofty dreamer. I think big. I go big or go home. And so, with what I'm trying to do, I'm out to change the world. And and it's if you want your world if you want the world changed it starts with your world and so if one of these things that i mentioned in this book gets talked about discussed looked at in a new way my world would be changed therefore the the rest of the world would be changed and so you know don't my advice to everyone is do what you love. Do what makes you happy, and don't be afraid to be the change that this world needs. And and you know, be, be the loving person that you are. I have a on my on the last track of my album, I have a a spoken word kind of meditation type thing called "Back to You, Back to Love." And I I really feel like I want to bring people back to themselves and who they are which is love and we forget that um and i, ha- I have a, a touch of uh spirituality in my book but it's very open-ended because um, i know there's all kinds of different beliefs and faiths out there but you know the main point of all these beliefs and faiths is that we are love and god is love and so right. um, be be that love <laughs>
0: Right, that's very very cool, and uh, yeah, and I would say that's a message that I've I've learned, you know, mostly from Prince. But I I'm not I'm not a very religious person, but I'm a very spiritual person. You know, I haven't been right. to the to church a lot or participated in a lot of what you would call organized religion. But for me, it's right. very internalized and very personal and right. um, yeah it's going to be a big element in my book as well uh, the spirituality and the, the spiritual undertones of, of mm-hmm. my journey with French which I think is a very important aspect of who he was as a man and an artist and, and he taught me that love is God, God is love and mm-hmm. I know it's also in the Bible but what can I right. say, Prince was the one that led me to it, you know? There saw, you go, yeah. I, I saw somebody say that on Twitter just yesterday was, was that Prince drew you in with the, the sexuality and, the you know, the overt energy and, the, you know, the excitement. He drew you in mm-hmm. with all that so he could give you his message and say, here, come to me, you know, I'll appeal to you through the showmanship and the excitement and the, you know, the over-the-top energy, but once mm-hmm. I've got you in my orbit, then I'll preach to you, so... Right,
1: I completely agree with that, 100%. One hundred said that
0: on Twitter, and I was like, wow, that's exactly, that's exactly how... I don't want to say as much how Prince operated was how God orchestrated Prince right. to operate. You know what I mean? Prince I
1: completely agree. He
0: to me and was one of God's messengers on earth. And now he's found his way back home and is with God. But when he was here, he was definitely, to me, one of God's messengers on earth. And, I
1: completely agree with you.
0: And like you say, the the main, the core uh, element of his message was love. And it that's was. the thing we all have to remember and we all have to hold on to when we're swimming in this sea of negativity, especially in hard times like these, it's mm-hmm. kind of difficult to rise above the, uh, the paranoia and the fear and all of that. But we have to because at at our core, we are love. We are love as a verb and we are love as a noun. So Mm -hmm. I I really believe that and and, uh, I'm glad to keep uh, perpetuating the message that Prince started in my mind. In my heart and my soul, I'm glad to perpetuate that message uh, myself on this earth after he is gone. So that is one of the ways that that I feel that I'm paying honor and paying respect to a man and an artist that has meant so much to me in my life that Mm -hmm. I I can't really articulate the thousands and millions of ways that he had impacted my life. But like I say, the book will offer snapshots of yeah, moments and, you know, really learning moments and teaching moments where friends really made an imprint on my mind and soul and, and the person that I am. Uh, the person that I was back then, and the person that I am today. So hopefully that will be enough and will be sufficient to honor his memory and his legacy, but I can't begin to uh, express the depth of my gratitude for Prince and what he gave to me and what he gave to everyone and what he gave to the world. He definitely
1: was a beautiful, beautiful soul. And he, when Prince spoke, everyone listened. There's not a lot of people in the world that had that kind of uh, charisma or, or characteristic or trait when they speak. The Like, I don't know if you've seen, like, an interview when he, when he, when he performs on stage, it's energetic and just, it's beautiful. And But when he, when he, when he goes on interviews to talk and when he starts speaking the audience is silent they really want to hear what he has to say yeah and and so yeah so he he just had this um way about him that when he spoke you just you just he, he captivated you and wanted you wanted to to be a part of the conversation with him and you know like you you said he's I mean, I'm I'm deeply inspired. He's one of the people I look up to in in life, and and um his musicianship, his his uh and he was funny. I mean, he's a he's very funny. People people yeah. kind of underestimate that. Like the the people who just know kind of the hit songs, they don't really know, you know, his personality. He he's a, he's he's hilarious. And so, you know, he he's he's not here, I and mean, it was devastating when he he was called back home but you know he's he's such a force and and an energy and his energy is so strong too i don't know if 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 anybody knows what i'm talking about here but when when you see him on even on television he the energy is just there and it's so strong and you know it's beautiful and so he uh he will always 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 be remembered in, in my mind especially, but in, in so many of us. And, and he's just a beautiful person.
0: Yes, yes, I wholeheartedly agree. And I echo everything you just said. I mean, it's, it was spot on. So, yeah, definitely right <laughs> on. Um, and uh, to, to end things, to wrap things up, um,
1: do sure. you want to let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Sure. Um, so I'm on Facebook, uh, Sammy Sweet Spirit. Sweet Spirit is one word, by the way. Uh, I'm on YouTube as Sammy Sweet Spirit. I'm on Twitter, uh, underscore Sweet Spirit, underscore. And uh, Yeah, I know the underscores are annoying, but I couldn't have Sweet Spirit. They wouldn't let me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, check me out. I'd love to talk to you guys, all of you, and get to know you. And I look forward to uh, seeing, uh, Chris, what your book is going to do. I'm so excited to read it. I'm I'm, I'm your biggest cheerleader. <laughs> you got it. You got to finish this.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much, and I appreciate it. And you guys know this. You can find me on Facebook dot com slash PK podcast uh, Twitter PK podcast and on YouTube so with that I'd like to say thank you all very much for tuning in until next time this is Chris Johnson we'll see you later stay safe stay home stay healthy peace and be wild (laughs)
2: Never be the same without him I miss you so much I love you prince